everybody. Welcome to the Yard Sign. Johnny Torres with you, as always, better late than never, but uh, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Uh, with me, as always, some very familiar faces. We're glad to slowly be getting the group back together again as we adjust to our new uh, gigs, uh, our new surroundings. Uh, but uh, we can't thank you enough for watching. Uh, and while you're doing so, don't forget to share, like, comment on this broadcast, and also subscribe to the audio version of our broadcast over on our tech overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, and Amazon. Um, we appreciate you so much. There's plenty to talk about, as there always is. Um, and uh, we're going to go ahead and first go uh, to the big table and uh, see who's joining us today. Uh, right here next to me, this guy. Uh, it, it's almost a... It's a Which way are we looking? I don't know. That one. There yeah, okay. so it's, uh, it's, it's like a half veteran, half, uh, I don't know, draft dodging uh, show. Uh, <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Uh, we're too young to have been uh, drafted. I but, was uh, not drafted. No, so uh, Joe Wicker joining us uh, next to Joe, Chris Licata, and of course, as always, an evil David Cabrera. Hello. Uh, what's going on, why, fellas? Why, why you got to have three names? <laughs> Give me <laughs> one <laughs> thing that's Spanish. That's <laughs> all I'm asking for. Oh, okay. That's what I don't mean. have the <laughs> accent, nor do I have the papers. Yeah. But <laughs> he likes to be Hispanic when it's convenient. <laughs> oh, yeah. When they need that extra body, yes. When you need those I, demographics. I, I round out. Like, 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 when, like, when, like when Harry and, and Meghan like to be British when it's convenient. That's right. I, I am like not going to say anything about that trashy, <laughs> that whole trashy situation. I blame, Oprah, I, blame, I, look, but I look for you more. I blame them Oprah. for everything that's going wrong in California. Oh, completely. Ever <laughs> since they moved to California, it's been a disaster. I'm pretty sure yeah. California was bad before. They don't have a house in Canada either? Don't they have a place in Canada? They have a palace. Yeah, <laughs> it's the monarchy. I mean, come on now. Well, technically, Canada is still part of. The technically, they're no longer a part of the monarchy. We will no, not no. get into well, the topic. No, but they're still reaping all the benefits. Yeah. I mean, they still get all the security, and they still get. But all they don't the... get the money. So, is there security? Is it like SAS or something? Like, what is it? Is so, it I, like when they were in Canada, it was the Canadian government responsibility to supply the security. But now that they're in the United States, it's come a little why, bit. Though? Clear. Don't well, tell me it's like don't tell me it's like Secret people. Service or State Department. So what? Like, don't they're, tell me it's like the U.S. State Department. No, no, because the, the Canadian lo- government doesn't the ro- supply security for the celebrities. The royal family is almost considered like an ambassadors to no, the country of the country. I got that's what I'm saying. So, so, so secure, security. So that service is provided to embassy individuals. So that's why they had it in Canada. In the United States, I believe that they are paying for their own um, private security. Private security. The big issue though is is and Megan, how are they paying for it? There is actually four ways that the monarchy. Get. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> is she getting a? Is she getting a stimulus check? She does. She get a stimulus check? She's that, still an American citizen. She, does is she, she still get an American stimulus stimulus check? Check? But she, she's over the income level. When she got she's over the oh, yeah. income level. She's making way too much money. Well, according to Republicans in Congress, uh, prisoners are. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, if you're a felon, you're getting your $1,400 check. She makes too much. The household makes too much money. So they will not get a stimulus check. Says the accountant. <laughs> all right so that's enough of that we definitely talked about that way more than uh, we wanted to um thank you again everybody for watching uh we've got as i said plenty to talk about why because um the covid relief bill passed uh, the senate and i believe it's about to pass the house um i don't see why it wouldn't pass the house if it passed the senate um there's obviously problems with it as you might expect um but uh, this is going to be a big win for schumer in uh, very early in his tenure as Senate Majority Leader, 
and of course, uh, as expected, there's a lot of uh, problems with the Senate version of the bill, and Republicans are already coming out against that. Um, you know, the fact that uh, uh, you know it's 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 putting more money out there on the table when a lot of money from the previous bills haven't even been spent. Um, also, there's this talk about uh, felons, you know, getting a stimulus check um, in, in all of this. Uh, and then uh, the one part that they seem to have gotten right was obviously salary caps, you know, on, on some of that stimulus money. Um, but uh, again... What is the cap? It's like 150 k No, well, for individuals, it's 80000 For households, I believe it's like 140 150 yeah, okay. I mean, it's lower than the last cycle. The yeah, last it's cycle lower than the last one. Well, the last one was seventy-five. The last one I thought was seventy-five and one fifty. No, it was one hundred. Was it? Okay. It was one hundred, anyway. and then it tiered off. As I mean, so basically, more. I mean, so come on, I mean, like basically, you know, ninety percent what, seventy-five percent of the country. Two hundred and twenty-two, two hundred twenty-five million. Two hundred twenty-five million out of like three hundred twenty. I mean, that's a lot. Okay, so it's just that's the a most. lot of people. Yeah. Majority of people are going to get a check of some form, unless you owe money to the IRS or any other government agency. So I, I heard that if even if you owe like back, like child support and all that, like you still get the stimulus. They don't apply it or something towards like. The, I don't. I, I would. I've know, heard conflicting but, reports. I've on that also as well. heard because yeah. I hear that some people it got they got swiped because if your if your account if, if your account is getting already garnished, yeah, it's going to get taxes, swiped yeah. no matter what. Well, hey. So the government's getting a money. <laughs> I just know that we're printing a lot. The house always wins. The treasury <laughs> is getting looted. Oh, that's it's crazy. For sure. It's crazy. That's for sure. Well, and then isn't there some sort of like automatic renewal here? I mean, some people are saying that you know this is basically going to be somewhat of a UBI program for the next year. How is there automatic renewal? Okay, so we are jumping pretty quickly into this. So right now, these are the basic terms that are coming into this into the relief bill that's happening. Um, which was just pa which was passed over the weekend by the Senate of 1.9 billion, which I think is a ridiculous amount. 1.9 trillion. 1.9 trillion, because we already have 1.1 trillion from the last bill still sloshing around accounts that have yet to be allocated for funds. But I digress. It got lost at the Pentagon. No, it's still <laughs> it's in that building. Wow! That building. Wow! Like, Look, veterans it's a big will building. never take miss an opportunity if to you, take a swipe. At the somebody's gonna like about, like five hundred years from now, like they're in the ruins of the like someone's gonna like go through the rubble of the United States and they're gonna find like a bunker under the Pentagon or something. Which just, just be like all this money. Like, all like, all I know is if you know where the phrase red tape comes from, you know what we're talking about. So. The biggest provisions so far will be $1,400 checks per adult and child, unemployment. Oh, wow. Joe, you're going to get some. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. A lot of Republicans yeah. are going to be happy about that one right there. And Wyoming. Uh, under, <laughs> unemployment is going to be at $300 through September 6th. $350 billion is going to go to blue cities, states, and tribes. Basically, because they're the ones that have budget issues, uh, three thousand per kid, six through seventeen, and then three, and then thirty-six hundred for kids zero through six, and that's where the UBI conversation is coming into play because that's going to be a whole year, uh, I think, until the end of this year I'm that sorry, they're going to be giving that. Again, that. Yeah. Say that again. Uh, it's going to be three thousand dollars for kids that are six through uh, through seventeen years old. For who is this for? Every kid that you have, they're going to divide 3000 by 12, and you're going to get that every single month. So you're going to get a small check every month for every and, kid. And what was interesting about that provision was that that was an amendment authored by Romney. 
Correct. It was the the body of it was. Oh yeah, yeah because Romney. Yeah, but he's lo- he's looking out for the Mormons over there because Rob- you got to have like twelve kids, right? <laughs> you well, I'm telling you right now, right there's <laughs> some communities <laughs> hey, gonna make bank on this. There was no caps out, because the, the, the last his, round, Romney, the last round there was caps. At first, like, up to... I thought, oh look at Romney being pro family, and then I realized, wait a minute, <laughs> he's from Utah, and yeah. they have a lot of kids. They're gonna have a lot of mouths to feed. Last one, $170 billion is going to go to schools, which, again, they already have money from the last one. Funny thing with the schools, only about 5% of that money will be given out to schools for this year. And the rest yeah. will be given out throughout the years coming forward. And the last, but, I have no idea. But like, the bake like, sale will still be going on, and you will still be expected to buy all of your kids' uniforms. I am expecting a brand-new playground. For elementary school, by the time our kids get there, I don't have kids yet. Well, but again, I mean, you know, if 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 the numbers continue to go the direction they're going in, I mean, obviously they're they're just buying. They're basically trying to just buy off the midterms at this point. I mean, there's no need yeah. for them to be. Funny, I don't even think that know. would be successful. Like this I is too think... early. You don't buy the midterms. No. Yeah, but I think the policy But they're going to run on that, and they're going to be like, hey, all this money you're getting, you know, we made that happen. Um, And the reason that people got these checks is because we made that happen. Yeah. You know, and they're going to say, look at the Senate version of the bill. Not a single Republican voted for it because they hate, you know, children and families and and women and, you know, and so, again, they're they're just building the narrative for the midterm election. Yeah, you also made inflation go, interest, (laughs) go from from 2.5 to like 2.5. And it's tax free. It is going up. The interest rate is starting to move up. That's very interesting to see how that's going to go. And it's because all this money is coming into the cycle. Again, none of the 1.9 has got in yet. It has to, it got through the House, through the Senate. I don't know what the House is going to do. I wouldn't be surprised if you have some progressives because they wanted a bigger UBI. They wanted more, they wanted an actual $2,000 because they can't count that the 600 from before, the 1400 now, equal the 2000 Yeah, but if the Federal Reserve raises the interest rate, as it is right now, I mean, uh, you know, I've been talking about this actually all weekend. I mean, uh, we are on the verge of, of a real estate bubble. We're basically in a bubble. The only reason that it may not pop just yet is because of low inventory. You know, but if you all of a sudden are raising interest rates, um, they won't raise and, um, they, won't they raise will, rates. they will if they have a shitty T sale coming next week. Treasury, the yeah, Treasury but, is going to start selling okay. uh, bonds, but, and if they have okay. a shitty cycle, they're going to re- increase them. But when you say raise rates, okay, if we're talking about going from 2.25, 30-year fixed, you know, to 2.9, like, that's that's not, I mean, I remember, it's not gonna send I remember buying my first home at 6.5%. So right. I mean, I mean, right. what are we, when we say raise rates, what are we talking about? Well, if, my dad was fourteen percent in the eighties or seventies, yeah. like that. I it mean, was crazy don't, back don't in get the day. me wrong. If in the course of a year we go from two and three quarters to six and a half, okay, yeah, like that's that's significant over yeah. the course of a year. But uh, yeah, I don't going think... up a full point still only represents maybe you know fifty bucks a month or a hundred dollars a month. Yeah, but it's not the mortgage. individual investor that's so. causing that problem. It's people not wanting to buy the bonds that we're right, issuing, right, which yeah. is going to cause the trickle yeah. effect. Right. Do do I agree? I don't agree with Jonathan. I think it's going to. If anything, we're going to see what a de, a decoupling of the real estate market looks like when some regions are going to be very successful with their real estate and others are going to fall tremendously. People are still moving to New York City. Yes, they're having a very 
hard time filling in those leases. But people are still moving to New York. California is a whole different conversation. So should I be selling my house or not? I just need to know. No, no. I mean, Florida's still growing by <laughs> well, you know, yeah, 1,200. Should I cash out or not? No, well, that's the thing. You, you should refi. The problem. <laughs> then where do you go? That's the problem. Where do you well, go? Well, that's the thing. Then you got you to gotta sit uh, sit around in a rental property and wait until the market crashes. And my, so my mortgage is lower than bigger. rent. Rent right. higher. Rent costs more than right. mortgages. The my mortgage straight that's up the problem. The my problem. Yeah. Well, that's the that's Rent's the problem. Expensive. Well, and again, you know, there's there's neighborhoods, especially here in Hillsborough County, because they now you know over doubled the the, the developer impact fees. You know that they've yeah. now increased the pro the prices by forty grand in some neighborhoods. So you know you went from a house that was maybe within reach at about the low two hundreds to right, maybe right. two forty on the high end. Now that house, that same house, is in the two eighties. Uh, you know, almost yeah. pushing three hundred. And so you can't. Yeah. And that's so, not sustainable. Yeah. That's yeah, not sustainable. It's got. It's got to be. T well, it seems to me. It seems to me like the problem is to Johnny's point is you've got a whole segment of the population that might be looking to buy their first home, and if you think about it, that was like you were trying to buy like a condo for eighty grand or like your first home for like a hundred to one hundred fifty maybe like like th that was like a nice first home. Those don't exist. Mm -mm. So if nope. you can't borrow 200k in Hillsborough County, where are you move? Where are you living? Right. Well, you're, you're, you're not buying, so you're that means buying, you're, renting. you're renting. But if you're renting, you're renting for 15 to 18 to 2,000 dollars, depending nope. on how big you're looking. It's, I mean, you're renting for 1,800 dollars a month. It's a pretty apartment building in downtown Tampa, <laughs> which costs but more. But that's going to be a ridiculous but, amount. That's like twice a mortgage rent. sometimes. But right. so here's the conundrum that you know, lower economically speaking, lower class, middle class. You know, maybe even solidly middle class people find themselves in, even if you have good credit, the cost you can't borrow if you can't borrow two hundred plus thousand dollars. The irony is that what you're going to pay in rent, if you can't borrow the money to get the home, you're going to rent. But what you're going to pay in rent is actually going to be more than you would have been paying had right. you just been given but the loan. Also, rent. this also requires right. people to so, start saving more. The saving rates in Florida and America are actually through the roofs right now. Because there's a lot of cash on the sidelines. There's a lot of well, cash but, uh, not a, not, but that cash on the sidelines is not at, at the, you know, in, in the in the demographic group that he's talking about. I think it's increasing the couch surfing and the cohabitation and the multi-generational families. Well, we've, never, that, we've never had I so think, many think, millennials living back at home. Yeah, I think it's that's the most you've had you got three ever. generations. You've got kids, mom and dad, and grandparents all in the same house paying, paying $1,800 a month. Well, because again, it's, what, it, it, it's just we've been in this cycle now mm -hmm. where about every 10 years we're having some sort of major catastrophe that has decimated the economy and forced people to, get, to go back into multi-generational housing. Well, yeah, in the right. 2000s, it was the... Uh, well, it started in 2000. The tech bubble, then the housing then, yeah. crash, now COVID, and the... the it's been the, almost... Yeah, we every decade we have ready. something that so throws us off. So we got to be ready for the next one, guys. No, no mess with Well, uh, but the thing is, the is that, and I, I think to bring this back around to, to uh, the, the COVID relief package that we're talking about, is that every single time we have one of these economic downturns, all right, Democrats take more power and increase government's you know, give handouts yeah. to compensate for the economic, you know, downturn. And, 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 you know, what's left to do? I mean, the, the next time we have one of these economic downturns, they're just going to do a full UBI, like, you, you know, you see on some sci-fi show. So Hector's asking, do VA loans work differently? Well, VA loans are still uh, fixed rate loans. Um, it just so happens to be that you have to be eligible, you know. Right. 
and then the only difference is that a VA loan you can finance the, the VA funding fee, which is essentially their version of closing costs. So the only difference in a VA loan is that you don't have to put money down if you don't want to, which, you know, I mean, it's helpful to get people into a home, but you still have to have the income to be able to afford, you know, the mortgage payment. You still have to qualify. I mean, those yep. are, you know, they're not, they're not like handing out loans to people with terrible credit. And then um, Holly says, my rent in South Tampa is more than a mortgage in West Chase. So, I mean, if you know, yeah. if you know Tampa, I mean, West Chase is nice, you know, so if you're, <laughs> you know, if well, West Chase tries to be South house, Tampa a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, but those are two nice communities, though. I mean, if, you're, if your true. rent's more than, more than a mortgage in West Chase, I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, South Tampa's old money. West Chase is new money. That's true. Yeah. I mean, let's just call it what it is. So. Yeah. All right. So, um, again, uh, one of the other major pieces of legislation was HR 1. Um, you know, we, we've been kind of talking about this for months and in regards that the Democrats realized that they had a huge opportunity in, uh, in, in how they were able to modify the rules and regulations across the country to swing the election in their favor. Um, okay, and, and take that uh, uh, however you want it, all right? But that's what happened. They basically leveraged the pandemic to change the rules uh, for elections, and now they're wanting to execute um, all, those, all those same rules that helped make them successful in this presidential election uh, and implement those all across the country, and that's really what this bill is at. I mean, obviously, they're, they're trying to say that now you can't do a voter pur a purge. Um, you can't purge the, the rules. Right. Um, you, there's no ID, uh, no voter ID. Um, you know, well, what are well some here's here's what here's what I don't understand about all this is that, I mean, you know, we need our we need a lawyer president. I mean, the the voting laws are 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 the purview of states. So I, I don't see where the feds get to do all this because if the no, states, I, I think the courts will strike state, it down. If a as state well. says no, we're not doing that. We're gonna have election integrity. We're gonna purge the voter rolls when someone's not responding and we can't locate them, and we're gonna do the right thing. And then what's gonna happen? What, what's gonna? I think what's gonna happen is this gets the Democrats through at least the next two elections, because this because what will happen is is that the elections occur in 2022. And what are you going to do? Sue? Okay, fine. If you can get a court to hear it, courts don't even want to hear these things anymore. And then you get the presidential election in 2024, okay, which seems like it's a long way away, but it's tomorrow. So when that election occurs and Kamala Harris is anointed um, president, <laughs> then what's, what's going to be the recourse? They're going to, are they going to sue again and say, well, the elections uh, didn't go according to state law and have the Supreme Court decide on the constitutionality of this federal law, the election's going to be over with. And the, and the, and the I, new I president's think, going to be well, over with. I think this goes through, through the that. courts a lot faster. I, think, I agree. I think the courts are, are really hesitant to go through something like that when the actual elections are within that year. That's what Clarence, so well, if, hey, that's what Clarence so Thomas if, has been trying if, to say. He's been if, saying, let's handle this if they're able because to, we're going to have an issue in the future and they keep why, not handling it. Hence why I think it's going to be different this time around. I think it's definitely going to be heard. Uh, this time around, I will say the idea of the federal government nationalizing elections is something that I com am completely against. I think a keeping our elections local is what's done. I mean, Florida still does it. Florida keeps their elections well, very local. So, so and let's we bring up this we point. To go. When, when Florida Why says, does it take Georgia four days to go through their numbers? Chads was better. Instead of us, when we get all of our elections result, everyone counted by 11 o'clock. There are 
there are huge problems with certain states and their election systems. I mean, you have Louder with Crowder giving information to the ele uh, election supervisor saying that the addresses oh, are right. literally yeah. not there. They there's nothing there. there. And they went there. Is it, well, they could be on the 4th or 5th floor. No, they, they there's literally there. nothing yeah. there. They, no, they, they would have a guy. I remember watching that video, and he said, he said that in order to prevent YouTube from removing it yeah. as you know fake or misleading, they would literally have the guy there and be like, show us the Library. address. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd be like, okay, so this is the address, and here we have John Doe who said that's the address. Yeah. I no, mean, I, I And think it was like warehouses, parking lots. It's 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 just, fascinating that it has to go to that extreme. So I I'm, I'm gonna say that I am not I think we're gonna I that's think it's always been an issue actually. It has, but I think some states have done a better job with it. Again, it takes a disaster like 2020 to show how relaxed these states have become. Again, I don't think, and there's more lawsuits coming. I don't think uh, state legislators should be allowed to change election laws four months before an election. I think that was absolutely ridiculous. Right. And Supreme that's what you're here. having now. It's well, what it HR doesn't won. matter if the Supreme Court, Court they just, they it, just well, turned down the last one. Well, does it matter if the Supreme the, the Supreme Court? I think will eventually hear these cases, particularly when it comes to, to HB one, but. Uh, HR one, sorry. Um, but I think that certain states are going to be like, no, I'm not listening to that. And the FEC is going to have to take some kind of enforcement action, Correct. which is then going to be challenging. Well, and again, but so it's not going to be states suing the federal government. It's going to be the federal government attempting to enforce. Right, attempting to sue the state. Well, and at its lowest common denominator, again, as I said with the first topic of the night, this is about building the narrative for the midterm Correct. elections because they know they're in trouble. They're incredibly worried about those Democrats five seats, Republicans? Democrats. Oh, yeah. They're very worried about losing the five seats oh, yeah. that are currently giving them that advantage. Which they're going to. And so, they, so they're building this narrative so then they could say, Republicans didn't vote for the relief bill. Republicans are voting against your voting rights. Okay, and so they're, they're I mean, it's they're, all the Democrats red between, meat that they're just, correct, they're just lining it all up for the midterm. Between redistricting and Democrat policies, there is no way the Republicans the don't take back the House. There's well, the, I, well, I don't there's, see, there's, well, how no, many seats for them? So Florida's ex expected to get two new congressional seats. So how many seats is New York losing? How many seats is, is California losing? Just right off the bat, how many, both did, of them how are many losing two. How many, they both lose no, two? No, California's losing sure more. Sure, they're not losing more than No, that? California's losing three. Three? New York is losing two. Texas picking up. North Carolina's so, picking, right, so there, up, I mean, picking up, Georgia's picking up, Florida's picking up. That's what, but that's what I'm that's saying. I'm there's no worried. way. I have no problem saying that we're going to take back the house. I think it might be a. I would want to say it's going to be a very large uh, margin, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's. Something I, I think it's 2010 all over again. Well, actually, oh my though, think about oh my god, think red about it, the, the the blue, the Democrat-led state legislatures in New York and in California are the ones that control their own redistricting. Right. So even though but they know they're losing seats, they know they're losing seats. But there's seats. more Republican state I, houses but, who are redistricting. I know, but they know they're... houses that are redistricting. I, I, I understand, but what I'm saying is that the Democrats know that they're losing those seats. So what they're going to do is they're not just going to give it up and, and say, oh, well, I guess there'll be five more red seats. What will happen is, is you'll have uh, more uh, hotly contested districts in those states because the waters are getting muddied, right? They can't just easily make it red and blue. Right. They're going to have more seats that are going to get tricky for both parties. And so to Johnny's point, that just means that these election laws are going to be even more important to them because they're going to need 
all of this stuff. I mean, they're pulling in out those all states, the stops. Yeah. In, yeah. in those states, they're pulling yeah. out all the stops to be able to win in those states. I, I, to I mean, me, the, the the most egregious thing in this bill isn't anything we've touched on so far, but it's the fact that every donation under two hundred dollars gets a taxpayer times six. Mm-hmm. What? To federal oh. candidates. I read the bill. Wait, what? So. So, Explain that. So, yeah. It's so, a federal match. Every yeah. donation gets a six times match for donations under $200. So, if you give a federal candidate 100 bucks, the federal government will then give them taxpayer funded extra $600. And I mean, that'll probably stick. Well, the federal No, government that, that's, that's going to be a Citizens United yeah. test case. That's a Citizens United test case. Is what they're trying but, to do is roll but, back Citizens United but, within but, this bill. But I'm saying that will probably stick. I don't think it's going to pass. I don't think it's going to pass the Senate. It's a public funding. It's not going to pass. There's funding. no way it's, it's going to get. It's a public. It's an elections. It's a public funding of elections bill. Right, which yeah. is what they want to try to which eliminate some of the. There's big already money. public funding for elections for no, federal no, no, elections. That that that's that puts it more. That's a match. That's like for small dollar donations. The thing is this though, I because this is not a fiscal bill. There's no way that they're going to do a reconcile, reconcile if it passes the House and not pass the Senate with over 60. I don't see this bill they're, passing they're not, the Senate with 60. They're getting rid of the filibuster. The Democrats are not going to... Well, they haven't done that the yet. Democrats they have not done that yet. They have not done, have that, not done that yet. They're, they're, that's a new don't, episode. Don't just throw oh. that out there. Don't give them that idea. <laughs> they haven't done right. it yet. Well, if they get rid of the legislative filibuster... But they put it in there. I mean, this let's remember, not, they were the ones that put it in there. So they're hesitant yeah. to get rid of it because... But, they were the ones that put it in there in the first place. Uh, and they they also that did that. They did that there. for Supreme Court, like for judges. That's the reason why they have the 50 plus one. I, they have not done that for any Sure, and they just bill. haven't been as savvy to leverage Correct. It. They haven't done it for a billion. And that's why I feel, I don't feel that HR, HR1 is going to pass the Senate. Not with the way it's written right now. And I, I'm okay with that. I'm perfectly okay with the fact it's not going to, to, mm-hmm. to go. I, I don't know. The, the senator from West Virginia uh, is retiring, so I don't think he, yeah, he's going to necessarily vote no. Which it, doesn't, one is it doesn't matter, the West um, Virginia one. Manchin's retiring? Manchin's retiring. Is he he hasn't not? announced it, but if he's voting, he's yeah. been voting He's been voting with a, uh, progressively progressive policies. So but he, it doesn't he's matter. They need 60. Anymore. They need 60. They would need nine other Republicans to vote All right. in favor of HR1. Um, so They might have it. They you know, won't have it. So obviously, two big bills to watch. One yeah. of them in the House, the other one coming to the Senate. Right? Uh, the right? COVID relief will pass the Senate. So right now... COVID the, relief co- doesn't pass co- the House. COVID so, release? COVID, well, it's going back to the House for reconciliation. It's going it, it, to bounce back at least yeah. two more times. Right. Because but it looks house, like it's going to pass. No, the House, is gonna, the house progresses. I think there's 15 votes there. have already said that they're going to, they're going to try to make it force for the uh, $15 minimum wage. Of course. So if they do they that... They already lost that fight. They lost that fight in the Senate. They're going to bring it back. No, they lost it when they when they gave it to the Senate. The yeah. House is going to put it back in as an amendment, which is going to torpedo it. Again, we might not see a check until either end of March or even maybe even May, April or May, depending on how how far this goes back and forth. It just depends on how bitter the inside Democratic fighting is going to get. And I would love to see a much more active fight because they keep on talking about how the Republicans are in a civil war right now, which I don't think it's that big of a deal. Well, they keep raising the minimum wage, and I'm going to go sell tools at Ace Hardware. I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to go to Ace Hardware, local franchise, or, hey, man, I, I like tools, and I like to help people, and I'm just going to be going, hanging out in the aisles. Well, what I don't understand about the progressives trying to, to fight so hard for a $15 minimum wage is even, even a state like Florida has apparently passed a, a, a a 
step up. Well, not to, apparently. We, we did. Well, well, yeah, we did, but it's going to take some time to get there. <laughs> and we'll figure out. And the, I, have full, yeah. I have full confidence that the Florida legislature is going to figure out a way to put the brakes on it. Yeah, well, no, yeah, me no, too. It's, no, no, it's a constitution. I know, and we will we'll, figure we'll, out. A, we've already started to figure out ways to stop people from doing that. That's, um, well, they're, they're, not, they're not doing that. This they're definitely going to figure out a way to do it. So, so but nevertheless, if, if a state like Florida was able to pass that constitutional amendment, and all, most blue states have already passed $15 minimum wages, why is a $15 minimum wage required at the federal level when? Because they're I mean, trying to well, because they're trying to do it faster. Number one. I mean, they're trying to do it faster. Like, Florida's takes effect in 2026. The What's one wrong with that? I, I don't understand. Like, to the progressives of the world, well, like, please explain it. Because, I mean, not because all states. Because it's not are, all states. Right. No, yeah, but I'm saying, like, again, if, if you if – most of me cares about Florida and about Tampa Bay. You're like, saying, I, I don't you're care about federal legislation because that much. You're, because the, because you know, what you're And I would think that say, someone from New York would but, care about New York legislation more than they would care about trying, what you're trying to say it's is – It's a social justice thing to do right now. Yeah. It's so that yeah, everyone yeah. gets $15 yeah. for minimum wage, yeah. which is going to push everything up, which is, means that yeah. poor people are going to pay more for it's a lot like, of things and they're like going to the, lose their jobs. Yeah, That's I mean, what Democrats want. Democrats want um, poor people to lose their jobs. What's their enforcement mechanism? It becomes what? a wage and hour uh, violation of a business, and you get penalized. If, you, if a business, no, no, it's a Department of Labor, Federal yeah. Department of Labor, yeah, wage well, and hour yeah. violation. If you don't pay somebody, then and 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 you lose in that yeah. complaint, then right. you have penalties. You, yeah. had, you end up paying like I think one and a half times or double what you owed or whatever, plus attorneys fees. I, I always thought that the the minimum wage was something that was state enforced. Um, and well, then the federal is. minimum wage and the federal minimum wage was a, a mandate on the states it, that it, was funding it, tied. It, 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 well, there may be funding tied to it, but... So if the states don't want the funding, they don't have to listen to the law. Yes and no, because what the federal minimum wage does is say that whichever, which, whenever there's a dispute in labor law, I'm not a labor lawyer, but I own a business, so I have them on retainer, um... <laughs> Uh, and I pay them to give me the answers that I probably could have figured out for myself anyway. But basically, oh whenever you God. have a dispute, <laughs> whenever you have a dispute over uh, a labor law issue, whatever benefits the employee is going to be the default answer. So right now, Florida, I don't pay minimum wage, so I can't keep up. I think Florida's 856 or something like that. Um, well, the federal minimum wage is still sitting at 725. Right. Florida's is tied to an index, so it, it creeps up, you know, every year, every other year. At the federal level, it's 725. If the federal minimum wage, but I, but if I was paying somebody minimum wage, I would have to pay the state level right. because it benefits the employee. If the feds go to 15, it doesn't matter what Florida's is. If it's not 15, then everybody's going to have to pay whatever is the highest of the two. I feel and like that's, that's challengeable happen. on it. That's going to happen. No, it's not. That's going to happen. No, because that's federal, that's DO, federal Department of Labor, and that's going to happen nationwide. So the thing is, is that in California right now, it does, they don't really care because most people in California aren't making $15 no matter what. They're mm -hmm. making more than that typically anyway. Right. Okay. But if you're in if you work at a McDonald's and you're 15 years old or 16 years old working at a McDonald's in in you know Alabama, right. you know you're not making 15. Which statistically right. has the lowest lowest right. minimum wage. So all of those. So the states that are not there yet or are not close to there, they're the ones that are going to be wow, absolutely like, just like overnight impacted. All yeah. the kids get fired. You know, like, yeah. you know, I mean. Well, I mean, and we're even seeing it here where now even Publix is starting to implement, you know, somebody that we thought would kind of be the, the holdout 
you know, but even they're starting to implement uh, self-checkout. Oh, um, yeah. You know, oh, that's in, coming. In some of their locations. I went to Lowe's the other night. There was not a cashier. There was not. Yeah. Now, granted, well, it was some late, of them but there was, it was later in the day, but there was no cashier. The CBO has already said that if they pass the, the $15 an hour for the federal, they're going to lose about almost 2 million jobs. 2 million yeah, jobs yeah. are going to kick up. Well, and the, but wait, we'll put the co- I'm sorry for cutting yeah, you off. Yeah, but yeah. in the comments section, I have to agree with Hector. I truly feel that their push for the $15 is because they want to shore up that Democratic base. To see, see the Democrats are getting you more money. See the Democrats are securing yeah. your job. And it sounds, it sounds and, good. And but for some reason, we can't make the argument that they are the reason oh they're God. losing their jobs. The, they're the, they're the, the reason why we're paying almost three dollars for but gas the truth, right now. The, the truth is, and and Republicans do suck at at, at talking about these issues. Most people, it, I, I'd have to go look again, but and I hope I'm not wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure that years ago I saw a statistic where only about 3% of the population right. were even making minimum right. wage. So, and, and here's the other thing. The overwhelming majority of those who do make the minimum wage are white, middle-class, and upper-class kids under the age of 25. So you literally are going to give white kids that live at home with their mom and dad that work at Chick-fil-A well, they're more not money give, no, 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 for but They're what? not giving them a raise. It's not they're not giving them a raise them. because they're, they're, they're just going to get replaced by a robot. Then They're going to go on the government dole and vote Democrat. Yeah, but white suburban <laughs> women but like it, the idea of us increasing the minimum wage because they think they're helping inner-city children they make more it, money, and that's they, just not true. They sell, right. it, they sell it to the Democratic voters, but the fact is, is that most people, this doesn't even impact in that regard. Right. Now the other thing I'll say about the minimum wage that people don't consider is that it does it does two things right off the bat. Number one, if you're forced to pay somebody a wage that you as a business believe is inflated over what you would have paid, then when you have the choice of who you're going to hire, a young kid who's trying to get a first job and get some skills and start moving up the ladder you're or gonna- or or somebody who's 35 years old knows how to show up to work on time, doesn't play around on their right. phone, and is you're gonna have a skill. And, and they're like, "Hey, I got kids. I need to take care of my kids. I need yeah. to, I need a job. Yeah. I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna do what you got need me to do." The older person well, is gonna get hired all the time. Well, that's kids what happened. Get jobs. That's what happened after the housing crash. You know, when so oh, many people right. lost their jobs. Oh yeah. You had professionals and adults going into yeah. these minimum wage jobs, yeah. Yeah, and that's sure. really where this big push for the minimum wage started all over yes. again. Because now all of a sudden you found primary and secondary income earners working minimum wage. Uh, and they're like, wait, oh, this is going on? Yeah. Like, you know, and again, that yeah. was never intended for uh, for it to be the primary and, income and it never And it never lasts. And that's another thing. You're f- trying to figure, trying to change policies which are not going to last with the demographics that are going to move there. Because yeah. again, the market is going to rebound. It's going to start to relax. And people in those jobs are going to move up again. Well, and the like second, the second piece that's more, it's actually pretty invisible. You don't, you don't know it's not happening is, um, it's hard to track. But all the jobs that you would have got but you didn't get. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you never know about the job that you don't get. All right? And what I mean by that is there's, there's jobs that businesses would create that they will simply choose not to create. Right. So that's not a job that I forget the, uh, the U6 or number or whatever, U4, U6, I forget the federal uh, uh, distribution that they put out at the Bureau of Labor Statistics on the unemployment and who lost their jobs and all that. But the numbers that the federal government uses to talk about unemployment and jobs gained and jobs lost – those are things that get reported up. Well, here's what doesn't get reported. What doesn't get reported is, you know, I was thinking about hiring somebody, but then I was like, screw it. 
Right. Like that doesn't get reported. Right. Yeah. So there's probably a solid well, how, million. There would be no way to ever track Nationwide. That, right? Yeah, you can't report it. There's like a million jobs where business owners like me who are like, you know, I don't really need to hire somebody for the office to do X, Y, and Z. But if I can get a kid to come in for cheap and do some things and it gets them a resume and it gets me uh, you know, caught up on some stuff, maybe I do that, right? right? But then when you artificially raise the minimum wage, you say, okay, well, forget that now. I'm not paying 30 grand a year. I don't, like, I, I don't, need, right. I don't need that. You yeah. know? So those are the jobs that never get created and no one talks about that. All right. Well, again, thank you to everybody for watching The Yard Sign, the most important and relevant podcast in politics. Joining me tonight, Joe Wicker. Chris Licata and Anibal David Cabrera. Um, again, you know, we obviously tackled some federal issues there, and uh, we're not quite done yet. But uh, just a reminder, uh, if you don't mind, please like, share, comment on today's broadcast. Also, make sure to subscribe to the audio version of our podcast over at our tech overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, and Amazon. Uh, we appreciate you so much for watching and listening uh, to the program. Uh, now we're, we're going to kind of revisit one of our topics because it continues to be a major headline. In fact, the New York Post today ran with it where now the top New York Democrat is asking for Governor Andrew Cuomo to resign. And so now he's starting to get pressure from the party um, because of the multiple scandals. And, and, you know, I mean, it's just been one thing after another. Of course, we saw... Uh, where uh, it, it was first uh, the numbers, which is now, you know, it's been verified that they intentionally uh, hid the numbers uh, from the public and from the media. Uh, and, and then, of course, now all the sexual allegations, which he refuses to apologize for, he refuses to acknowledge. Uh, he apologized you know, for something, but I couldn't figure out what he was apologizing He for. apologized that him groping and kissing individuals is just the way he's always been, and that Well, no, no, I thought that was the greeting. I he, thought that was the whole, like, he apologized kiss on the cheek if, greeting if it, thing. Right. If, it meant, if it made people uncomfortable. Yeah, he apologized. He wasn't doing, that it wasn't done on purpose. Uh, something that the New York Post also posted about, uh, about an hour ago, stating that the top lawyer for the governor's um, defense basically, has uh, issued his, her resignation and has, uh, is now an, an addition yeah, to the, the wave of resignations that have already started. You know who's not getting chamber. accused right now? Mike Pence. <laughs> Pence rule. He's not getting accused. Yeah. Which originally Remember was the Billy Graham him? rule. Yeah, oh, it was the Billy Graham rule. Remember how they were making fun of him? This is a 21st century. You can't. What do you mean? What's the matter? What yeah. do you mean you can't be in the same room with? They're a trying woman to paint alone? him like some sort of weirdo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're so weird. You can't be in a in a oh. car alone with a woman. Now we now. all knew Cuomo was a weirdo when he walked out <laughs> in a white shirt and you could see his nipple rings. That was just a. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't. Brother. If you want to Google that, please, guy. by is all means, do don't do that. that. However, really? there's definitely video out there of Cuomo's yeah. nipple rings. <laughs> the, the the governor, I don't want to know. The governor. Governor. It's, yeah. not the, it's not the young one. It's guy. not the young one. It's yeah. the governor is wearing a ridiculously what, tight white <laughs> shirt. Yes, Fredo. And Fredo. you can definitely see what's happening. He's very excited for some odd reason. But no, uh, over the weekend... Well, let's just say anyone over 40 should not... <laughs> yeah, I mean... No, 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 no. Man or woman, I think. I have to... I mean, fine. you do you, boo-boo. But I do <laughs> think... Not if you're governor I, of New York. Hey, I'm, I'm not, everyone, I'm, I'm but not. know what your surroundings are. You're giving a briefing about coronavirus. You shouldn't be wearing something so ridiculous. Again. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not defending the guy, I think, but I think that... The, you know they're they're getting a taste of their own medicine here. I'm loving it. You know, so it's kind of fun they, to watch. They were but considering the 
running him in place of Biden at one point well, last but, year. And, and, that's and like, it is. it's like but 12 that's months later. Is. Like, that's what this is. This is MVP. This is Kamala yeah. taking him out. Okay? That, Kamala that makes the most out. sense. Oh, well, this, I've isn't, ever heard. this isn't Republicans doing this to him. This is his yeah, own party yeah. doing this to him. They are taking him off. The, the table. 2024 table. They're taking them out. Well, They're and the top out. Democrat in oh, New York, wow. the, the, the the chairman of the Democratic Party in New York is an African American woman. Cuomo. Well, well, well and so, so the Kamala last doesn't heard, need that. Kamala doesn't need to do that. The well, only thing she's doing is slowly smothering Joe Biden. The last what thing needs thing to happen, because what really needs to happen is with that. With a my pillow. Yeah, with a, with a, <laughs> my, with a my pillow. <laughs> With the my pillow. What's wow. probably happening in New York is what, the moment you saw the mayor of New York City, who is not going to run for another term, it started to bash, who is just as bad as Cuomo, started to talk crap about him. You know he's going to want to run for that seat. Right. The moment the governor's, the governor's house is vacated, that's what's going to happen. I don't think he's going to resign. I think he's going to be impeached if he if things I would, I would keep really on. Like well, we're to at, talk we're to at some, four. We're at four or five people right I'd now. I'd like to hear what some Democrats really think about this. I mean, seriously, because because one of the things that he supposedly did was called called somebody called his staffer sweetheart or something. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, now wait a minute. So my whole life in the South, growing up, going to restaurants, <laughs> I had waitresses calling me baby sugar, sweetie, honey pie, and all sorts of stuff. So they're all they're all canceled now. I mean, like they're all gonna get fired yes. now. I mean, like they all get fired. Yes. I was in I, mean, like, I was in Plant City over the weekend. I was called honey at least four times. I mean, <laughs> so I don't know what's gonna what's happen. The, I mean, what is the standard in New York? That again, you see well, how the, they've taken. The, they, the, the they've gone after themselves. Well, these are the same yeah. people that get offended if you open the door for them. Okay? Oh. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. just, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, right. um, yeah. You know, because somehow that that is that's being anti-feminist. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and really quickly, I mean, one of the things we should have. Uh, kind of had on our list for today. Maybe we should have just put impeachments as as our topic <laughs> instead of just singling out Cuomo. Is the fact that now California is pushing towards reopening uh, because they are literally on the cusp of recalling uh, Governor Newsom. Almost two hundred California. Almost two hundred million uh, petitions have been signed. The threshold is twenty percent that will get thrown out. And they are on the cusp. You're exactly, they're on the cusp. Now the way that's going to go is because the the Senate. No, I think. Not 200 million. Two what? million. Two million. <laughs> two million. Well, they're so, almost at sorry. two million. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I added two extra zeros. Hector, uh, Hector says, watch Andrew Yang become the shoe-in for mayor of New York. Yeah, that's oh, that's, that's, already, that's, already, that's, already, that's already happened. Where, where that's already happened. He from, he's got a double he's from Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn. Oh, he, oh, he is from there. Okay. Yeah, he when was, he ran for president, where was he running from? Was he from, running from New York? No, he was from running Chicago. He was running out of Chicago. I thought he was like a Silicon Valley. He's wealthy. I thought he was California. He's wealthy enough that he left the city during the pandemic. So he's moved to New York, and he's going to run for mayor. And he's going to run for mayor. Yeah. On UBI. That's going to be fascinating to see how that's going to work out. Would he be the first Asian, Asian mayor? mayor? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. The first non-Anglo-Saxon mayor. Mayor of maybe. New York City? That might be true. That might be true. No. No. Oh. They've had a, they, I think they've had an African-American mayor. I, uh, Hector, please maybe. review and see right. if, <laughs> yeah, if we've had we African-American our comment section <laughs> for some help there. You know, but... Let's I mean, go back, look, but let's go back but, to California. I love the fact because I don't think... The Supreme Court in California has already said that they're only going to have one election. Because normally you have the recount, you have the... This is where it gets messed yeah, up. Yeah, where Are you have... Are we talking about the recall? The recall. Okay. recall. I'm sorry. Recall. So the yeah. recall... Most states don't have that function. Yeah. Right, right. Normally what would happen in a recall situation is that the, the vote, it would go on to be a vote to recall the governor. And if he got recalled, then you have another vote to elect someone else in 
to the chambers. But now in this situation, because it's COVID and everyone's changing their own election laws, Just you can only have one up. vote. You're going to vote to say yes and a vote for a new governor. Wow. It's going to be fascinating. To so that means there's work. no. So that means there's now a massive campaign. So what happens? Like all these. So once the two million are certified, because they got to get two million, right? I don't know right now. Once they get two million signatures certified, which hey, are we using? <laughs> are we using? Are we using uh, the 2020 presidential election certifying uh, rules? I mean, I bet you they want those uh, scanners tight now. I bet <laughs> they, oh, hey, that signature, we need to verify these signatures now. This I want thumbprints. I want purple ink. They throw I out 45%. Voter IDs. All of a sudden, Newsom's in favor of voter It'll be hilarious. Newsom if comes Newsom out like Nelson Mandela demanding voter IDs for everybody. Again, it's going to be fun to see how well, this is all going to shake up. Where do they stand on the two million? Where do they stand? Because they got to get what? Two they're million. They're one point nine. They're one point nine. They needed one point what? One point six? No, 1. they 7? need like two million. No, no, no. They don't need two million. They need more than what they generated yeah, because twenty percent will get some yeah. of them. Right. Some, some of them will like, get they need, so, so what do they need for certification? One point seven. I think it's like one point six. So if they get two, one point seven certified. Yeah. Yeah. So they pretty much have it, but that just means it snaps into an election. Getting that up, doesn't get, mean that he actually gets kicked out. So, 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 so Newsom is now not cool with people going to Publix parking lot and right. just going to the Walmart parking lot and getting right. signatures. Well, I wonder how many hanging, out, hanging yeah. out at the hanging out yeah. at the gas station, bro. Don't worry about it. I don't mm -hmm. care if you live here. Sign here. Here's a gift card. I wonder so how many of those are illegal immigrants. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Up, the, I hope he gets <laughs> every bit of this. I hope, I hope he gets to eat well, again, every both bit of these guys. Yeah. I mean, both Cuomo and Newsom. I mean, could it really have happened to two better guys? <laughs> exactly. Like, They're gonna. Like I want to eat. Guys. I mean, seven, eat those seven months ago, they wanted Cuomo as president, and right. they were saying that Newsom was gonna be the next like chancellor of the West. It's absolutely insane how much, and I don't remember how the quickly words. they eat their own. And they should eat their own. Cuomo wrote a book. In the middle of a pandemic, or how to handle a pandemic when his staff was making was changing, yeah, was changing yeah. the numbers so they look better for the governor. Guess, it's all speaking horrible. of elections. A guy I know grew up with, uh, Justin is is watching the show. He's in Atlanta, oh. uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Nice. Uh, used to I don't know if he lives in Fulton anymore. Probably doesn't. But used to live, <laughs> used to live in Fulton County with me. But uh, <laughs> which they don't have they don't have recalls, so Kemp's safe, right? Because Kemp, because yeah, but now oh, but now Georgia, we didn't throw that in there. But now Georgia's got this bill that has made it, I think, through both houses, right? Correct. And that's tightening it up. It's tight. They're trying to tighten up things. Yeah, but it's also a little racist. So well, the Georgia laws are a little racist. What's right? Okay, I don't. I mean, what's not allowing voting on the weekends? Well, how is that, that racist? racist? I mean, I, have, a, I like weekends in too, the I mean, like, in the Spanish. Well, I mean, if you think about it, you know, but you you. You figure minorities predominantly are working the types of jobs that would require you to work on the weekends. You know, your lower wage. That's not even where I'm coming but, from. But he's saying you're not allowed to vote on weekends. What, what well, that's would that what that's what, the, that's what the law wants. That's what the bill says in Georgia, that you cannot vote on the weekend. The reason why I call it a little bit racist is because in the Latin and black communities, something's called... Um, oh, the soul you're talking soul about Sunday. souls to the poles. Yeah, okay, souls on Sundays, which is also something that the the Baptists do. Yeah, in but North you, but you could argue. Yeah, but you could argue that there's way but more. But again, 
in Georgia, that is a, such a big deal in Atlanta and a lot of the other places that the fact that they're willing to pass a law that restricts people well, you can voting vote on like Sundays is really well, you inappropriate. Get to vote like I don't, all year. I don't I mean, care. You... Not voting on Sunday is a big deal in the black and brown community, and you're taking that away from them. And no one should have been able to. That should not have been passed. You shouldn't be restricting the days of voting. You should be requiring. We used to have one day. <laughs> yeah. There used to be, for like the entire history of the United States, we had an election day. And everybody voted on that day, or you just didn't vote. Yeah, and, and now and, all of a sudden we and act in like, our history, I couldn't vote because I wasn't white. Let's all get over this. You oh, don't. Come on. You don't. You're comparing, you don't you're comparing, restrict. You don't. Res compar you don't remove election day. You to, don't remove days in an election cycle for people to be able to vote. You require them to show identification to vote. So then you could just you're as easily. Me, okay, that's tell me the that same you argument. Cannot, okay, so so then that's the so then if they rescind no excuse absentee balloting, are you saying that's somehow racist too? I'm perfectly okay. I think it's inappropriate to require. Every single registered voter get voter get an absentee ballot. I think that's inappropriate the because they're not asking. But the same it. race card gets played. But that's having like that that's having a conversation of people being able of people being able to vote. You're taking away days for people to vote. Why are you doing that? For the sole purpose to not let people vote on the no, weekend? No, 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 no. no. What Hold is the logic? Okay. But that's the thing. Okay, what is well, the logic well, to okay, not well, vote on the weekend? Well, I'm going to give you some. First of all. What we have right now, at least in Florida, is we have a system where, and we have a pretty good system, okay, but, and we've been very progressive in Florida about how you can vote, okay, but we manage it. But the last date of early vote is the Sunday before Tuesday, mm -hmm. right? Now, in Florida, they're opening ballots, I think, 21 days prior to Election Day. Mm -hmm. So they're giving themselves the time to be able to be ready to go, which very, is why I have in very Florida, issues with which the is, Florida system. Okay, and I'm not so sure I like that either. But that is why on election day in Florida at 7:15, half the election to two thirds the election dropped. The numbers, already counted. the numbers drop in the system, and you know why? Because they already had the tallies. Correct. And then you have to wait for the precinct election data to come in from election day. Okay. In some of these states, though, they had they were allowing. People to vote right up until the minute of uh, register. Uh, Pass. Just uh, Pass yeah, the yeah, correcting, correcting their ballot yeah, after the that. fact. Correcting their ballot after the fact. Again, and all sorts again, of craziness. You're not building the argument of why removing days of a, into the election cycle into, is and, beneficial. And you're, you're, so you, hold on, hold on. So, so you're talking about there was they're they're removing weekends from the early vote. Correct. The simple answer enable though is that well, first of all, keep in mind there's a cost associated with operating elections, and elections are much more costly to operate today than they were in the past. I but now, doubt the but cost now, is the reason okay, why. Okay, but the let's assume that it. has nothing to do with it. I mean, it was we just went through this fiasco, so I'm not I'm not suggesting that it's money. Okay, but here's the other thing though, and there are experts that on both sides of the aisle, the Democrats were never for this until recently. Okay, they were not for this until recently either. The longer that you allow mail ballots to be out, the greater the chances are you have of fraud involving mail-in ballots. I don't disagree with and, you. And Democrats were never for this. Well, he's not in, he, in the past. He's, he's not talking about mail-in. I yet to hear the argument. He's talking about early. So when you shorten the election, well, by shortening the election in for all methods. You're not shortening the election. Shortening the election time period for all methods, 
tightens up the process you're not, and forces you to not, get your vote in. You're not shortening the election. If you if you start the election voting a month before and just take out the weekends, you still have a month of elections. You, the reason why you're taking so out the, the reason like why time. you're taking out the weekends is for other if you can give me a legitimate argument of why they took out the weekends, then I am okay with that. You're however, already the able, it's already seven however, to the, 7 Demo the Democrats like a, a month this is a, a half. this is an easy this is a stupid landmine. For Republicans in Georgia right. to be stepping on, yeah, you, you are automatically you're okay. automatically taking away. First of all, it is true that many people that are in that are in well, very not difficult economic. It's racist, but it's bad policy. No, I think it, I'm I, again. I said it's a. It seems little racist because I cannot. No one can give me an argument is of it, why it's logical to get rid of the weekend. I'm gonna throw something out here. Is it possible? Is it possible? That government employees don't like to work weekends. A lot very, of that very possible. Very because I mean, very my possible. whole life, okay, weekend, like, so what? Like, you got to work. I'm going to tell you right now. I mean, I've worked, is it not possible? I've worked very close to a lot of the people that work in the supervisor of elections in Hillsborough County, and they have almost a pride when it comes to working yeah, the but election that's here, cycle. That, that's here and that's But that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I can say here. Yeah. And I've right. seen other people that have the same kind of pride running their elections. I appreciate people working the election. I, I always try to thank No one can give me an I mean, argument of why it's appropriate to get rid of weekend voting in the weekend. If you can give it to me, then that's fine. But honestly, it looks racist. And I'm going to say it, it looks I, racist. I don't, I don't think it looks racist. I think, I think you're right in the sense it that impacts it, it, everyone, it impacts everyone. Well, I, and I, I think it's, not, it's, it's, it's not a like bad hill to die Everyone can't I think vote that's, it's, that's a, it's a very stupid hill to die on for Republicans right. to be able to take that away. Because there's no legitimate reason well, I, to do it. And See, I think, now, you go, I, I think the solution to all this is, is that you make it a Jeffrey national said, you make it a national says holiday. He it's a good policy. Jeffrey. Well, no, you make it a national. It. You make election day a national holiday. And to remove cut the back, excuse. To right, remove yeah, the excuse. Cut I'm back, with that. And then you can cut back early voting. You well, can cut back. Well, well, with that, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, with that though, is we come back around to our first topic, right? In in, in HR one, I believe, uh, it it's spelling out a lot of federal mandates for election law. So no matter what Georgia does. They might be superseded by federal election law, and then you're going to have that battle out in the courts. And then even the the solution of saying, well, it should be a holiday, it should be a no work day. Right. Um, you know, well, that would that would fall under the same pretense of well, you can't make it national. Justin says, Justin says, if you can show us data that more minorities work weekends, then we might listen to that argument. I mean, you know, I know there was a lot of focus on Fulton County and. You know the minority majority aspect of that area of Georgia, but I would remind you, Georgia is not just Atlanta. Georgia right. is, is there's a lot of people all around the state of Georgia that wouldn't even consider themselves to be anything like Atlanta, or fr quite frankly, don't want to have anything to do with Atlanta. Right. Atlanta's its own world, okay? Yeah, and it's then, like saying Miami and Florida. Yeah, ex exactly, <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah. So I just if, – if the law is evenly applied, I, an evil man, I, I think it's – I think we got to be careful about talking about racism when the law is being equally applied across the state to everyone, to everyone. No I one. mean you can already vote. I'm you sorry. can already I, vote. I'm sorry. I heard this from conservative – What do you mean not from anyone? I've heard this from conservative black individuals in Georgia that fully feel that this was a target of their community. Because getting it in the soul Sundays, it's such a big deal. You think it's in these about parts. polls of the soul? No. I, I mean, souls of the polls. And again, my thing is this. This is such a stupid hill to die on. There what was, was no I reason. Okay, but it, I have that's fair. If you want to reduce the uh, time that people are allowed to, uh, allowed to vote, 
Then just remove the dates from the, when you start I and, have a, and well, reduce I have a the time. I have a question. Making it to where it's no longer the weekend what doesn't make any sold, sense. What was souls to the polls when we just had one day for election day on, on Tuesday? It's been no. There's what always was, there's, what, there's what always, was it then? There's what always was been it's been a it's early been a voting. it's been a we've had early, early voting we've had yeah we've had early voting to get rid of For the Jim Crow laws. I can had. remember I can remember when the only way you could vote by mail was you had to even in Florida about voting by mail. He's talking about early voting. Okay, but okay, but what I'm saying is is that that's still a new concept. Yes, not, it is. Not it, early voting is still new. new. It's, I mean, it's not new. In, I mean, we've had it for probably 20 plus no. years. So I'm not saying it's new I, in that regard. I, I, think I remember before it existed, at least in Georgia. It was just election day. All right. We're going anyway. to we're we're gonna gonna have, have to wrap have it up there. That one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, again, thank you so much to everybody for watching. We're coming to you from the Bullhorn Bunker uh, here at Bullhorn <laughs> Communications. Uh, thanks to Travis Horn, American Media Group. Uh, for allowing us to uh, kind of take over their space here. Uh, we're having a lot of fun with all the, the, the props and certainly the beverages uh, here on hand. Uh, uh, again, don't forget to like, comment, and share the show. Uh, and, uh, and while you're at it, also subscribe to the audio version of our podcast over at Amazon, Google, Spotify, Audible, and Amazon. Um, let's go ahead and, and kind of bring this uh, in for a close here as we kind of like to end on a more of a local topic, and then tonight being more of a uh, somewhat local, somewhat statewide topic, but spring break, Florida, right? Two things that are pretty synonymous. Um, you know, Nebel and I actually got to spend some time this weekend over at uh, the Plant City Strawberry Festival, uh, you know, uh, and uh, rewind that even a couple more weeks, and we had, of course, an incredible Super Bowl party uh, and, and parade, uh, boat parade, uh, a COVID it, spreader party. That's that right, the mean? COVID spreader party. A COVID party. Um, you know, and uh, and and despite all projections, yeah. uh, whether it be Ybor City yeah. or the boat yeah. parade or any of these things, we saw no spike in cases here locally. Um, now, of course, that hasn't stopped the county commission and the city council from you know trying to you know uh, act like they're doing something about it. They don't want anybody to have any fun. Yeah, but again, so uh, I mean, spring break is going to spring break. I mean, you know, the, the hotel rates have already doubled, you know, for, oh, the, yeah. for this mm -hmm. month. Um, they're already expecting, you know, a lot of traffic. Uh, again, hotels and service industry people that have been hurting for, you know, now exactly a year because we're coming up on the one-year yeah. anniversary yeah. of the lockdown. Um, uh, and so, again, you know, we saw the one Texas. one-year anniversary of 14 days? That's right. The one-year anniversary <laughs> wow. of the two-week. Uh, that's right. It's true. Uh, and so... We saw Texas repeal the mask mandate. Mississippi repeal the mask mandate. We've never had a state mask mandate here in Florida. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, uh, you know, again, you know, does Florida continue to lead the way nationally in how to handle this crisis? Some uh, other states have already set a date in, like, April. Some some states have also set dates, like... Connecticut, too, the by the way, actually. Props yeah. to, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I can't remember, a friend of mine, uh, uh, I think it was Justin Hart, uh, but... Uh, you know, who, who also called out Connecticut for repealing, you know, a lot of their mass mandates. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, but of course, President Biden decided to single out yeah. the Republican states, you yeah. know, for repealing <laughs> those. Yeah. And uh, quite conveniently left uh, Connecticut off that list. 
It's really sad that, that Neanderthal. something... It's really sad that... <laughs> it's Neanderthal, sad. I think. Neanderthal states. Neanderthal states. I, I felt bad as a Floridian. I'm like, I thought we've been open this whole time. Well, we, why, we had, why were we give, yeah. getting yeah, shit why, for well, it? Yeah. President Unity Throw here. some rocks <laughs> at us. Yeah. Calling us Neanderthals was the right way to go. <laughs> well, that's his, vocabu- that's his vocabulary when you're 200 years old. Right. <laughs> so, uh, it's good that the hotels... Well, well, Panama City was shut down years ago, right? So, <laughs> right. I mean... It was, right? It yeah, was but that's for down. a Venero disease. It, it was obviously. shut down years ago for spring break. So what's the hot spring break spot in Florida now? Is it South Beach? Fort Lauderdale still it, gets a uh, Daytona hot. Beach. Beach is still a big one, too. Daytona, yeah. Daytona is still a hot spot. Panama City's Beach is still Can you huge. still drive on Daytona yeah. Beach? Can you still drive yes, on the beach? Yes, you can. Uh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. And also the, the Daytona, Miami too. Miami's the bike fest. problem for spring break. The bike fest is happening in Daytona now. A lot of things are happening this coming week. Just way too many people oh, and okay. fights and oh, traffic yeah, yeah, yeah. and crime. I mean, just spikes. Yeah, but that's normal for North Cuba. <laughs> oh my! Is Mexico doing spring break, or are they? Doing, yeah. Is um, it just crime? Is just Cancun, allegedly you can still know. get into Cancun without having to have a COVID test, but that's here nor there. But I have friends that are there now, and they didn't really need a test. They just needed a piece of a printed piece of paper that said a uh, non. Non-contagious. No, yeah, non-contagious. And well, because it's in English, they couldn't read it. And they just, just write it on oh, that. You keep, I'm sorry, it's happened. Yeah, just, just fill out a hall pass from your local high school and then just turn that in. That's and so, and slip $20 right. to, the, to the federal well, that, that, or whatever. Well, again, well, so, so the bigger question is, especially for those of us here in Tampa Bay, we saw Gasparilla get canceled. We saw um, our St. Patrick's Day, uh, you know, uh, what do they call it? The uh, river. I don't. I don't understand the canceling of Gasparilla. I do understand that it's a huge parade and all the debauchery and all that, and they're worried that people are so close together. But we just had the Super Bowl. Well, right? I think that that's actually I, I what caused it, right? Is it. that they they saw the Super Bowl happen, and they Tom they, Brady had a good time. Right. Super Bowl. And, and after the Super <laughs> Bowl, he doesn't remember it. After the Super Bowl party, you remember that avocado that, tequila. <laughs> <laughs> avocado hey, tequila. It was good. Um, after the Super Bowl party, I think there was a lot of local, really woke progressives who just lost their mind and was like, oh, no, 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 we can't do that over again. We're gonna, we're all gonna die, you know. And, how and is how is that Gasparilla per, uh, organ? How is the the city organ- puts it on? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. It's, no there's it's, a, it's a crew. There's, no, there's, there's a company. A, it's a crew that does it, and they are very influenced it's a by the city. No, 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 no. There's there was a Facebook. The mayor says no. There's a Facebook. Event like protest, like like oh, we're, oh, like we're oh, still having Gasparilla. That was something. Different. That was a protest against. Those are like people, they're still wanting to have it. Like, those are those are white or? people wanting boats that are still going to do something. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> what I will say is this: I think the bigger problem is that the I thought that, it was a parade, that the not city, white people on boats and it's going to be a boat parade. Well, somebody's going to be a boat parade. I thought you had one idiot out there calling it Magarilla. You know? Oh yeah. Oh, Gasparilla. What happened was that the city of Tampa basically shot too soon and decided to not wait for the science and for the reports to come out of the spread the super spread right. of of the that super bowl came. and that never came that we got that report last week and just decided to cancel it and cancel multiple ones also the, the children's parade the night parade and again if you don't get the city's blessing to have the parade you can't have the parade just call it a political protest and dress up like a pirate which is one of the arguments. Call it a rally and dress up like a pirate. Ebor is going to be so much fun that night. <laughs> yeah, what's going to happen in Ebor? 
It's going to be a parade. It's still going to happen. <laughs> They're going to shut down the street, and it's still going to happen. Yeah, I mean, the crews are, uh, the crews are officially not involved. You know, but I think the party's going to go on without them. I mean, we're seeing, as you said, there's a number of Facebook groups and pages going up for people that want to still party, and they're going to get together. And, and honestly, it's going to be a very kind of grassrootsy, like, you know, very local thing. But I think, you know, people, uh, I think it's going to be, it's, it's basically... I'm looking excited. I'm really excited for it. I want to see what... It, it is going to be a protest of sorts of, of an overreach of local yeah. government. You know, and they're going to say, look, screw you. The, the science, you know, if you want to follow the science... The science doesn't lie. We had the Super Bowl boat parade without any issue. We should be able to have Gasparilla without any issue. And so we're going to do it anyways. I think it's just pissing more and more people off. I don't understand why they're canceling. It's almost become, what's sad about it is that when you mix politics and medicine, you get politics. Or politics (laughs) and science, you get politics, okay? That's what you get. And that's what we've got now. And it's almost like... It's a, a virtue signal. Oh, look, we're canceling something right. because exactly we're being is. safe. I'm locking myself in my home. Look how smart I am. It's just, it's and just, you it's, can do I that mean, it, to yourself. It's become, how do you have one county? Now. Yeah, but what do you, how do you have one county that's going to have 400,000 people walk through, the, walk through Plant City in that big event that's going to garnish so many people? How, how did Plant City, City, City does what it so, wants so to yeah. do? <laughs> Strawberry because, festival go like kind of just happen no matter what and and like that was because the mayor has no control of Plant City. But because but yeah, I mean it's, it's basically <laughs> it. Plant City government said we're doing what we want to do. Yes. Yeah, I mean and look and, and and truth be told, I mean again we went out and there the and it wasn't just adults like we had kids with us yep. and 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 some people were wearing masks, some weren't. Um, and, but to that extent, uh, look, I mean I, I think that. Again, you, you go there understanding that there are going to be a lot of people there. And, yeah, it was weird and at times uncomfortable, you know, being in, in among such so many people because we haven't done that for so long. Um, but everybody was having a great time. And, uh, you know, and, and, yeah, I mean, forget it. The six-foot rule was just out the door. Oh, it was impossible. Um, what about what about what about the the people showing the animals? What about the cows and the pigs? Were they wearing masks? Did they have masks? Did they, did they put like little masks? We definitely did not make it that far. Yeah, into we, you know they have the, the big parade. farm show. They have the big show. So, the yeah. so show, what what the what the officials for the strawberry festival did was that they made sure that the that the pathways were a little bit wider so that people could be able to go out. There are more entrances and exits. Every twenty feet, we saw a station to wash your hands and to sanitize and everything else. If you went inside a building, they were making, they were requiring you to put a face mask on so that you were inside. They were asking. It said the word required, which we all know that's not a little thing. No, look, and and, and to be perfectly honest, and I'm not gloating here, but I mean, I literally lost my mask (laughs) as I was walking into the fair. And I walked past three sheriff's deputies uh, as I'm walking into one of the expo halls. Nobody said anything to me. I mean, yeah, I mean, had I had it on me, I probably would have put it on, yeah. but I lost it, and and I certainly wasn't going to pay, you know, 5 right. or $10 for one with an animal print on it, no, you yeah. know, I mean. <laughs> you, didn't want to straw- you, didn't, you didn't want a strawberry shortcake mask? <laughs> Those right. were adorable. <laughs> the masks for the strawberry mask <laughs> hey, were Hector really brought awesome. up a, Hector brought up a point. I mean, this could be it. I still think it's virtual si- virtue signaling, but he's saying that. Those events got canceled because of liability. The organizers don't want to get sued by Joe Snuffy for contracting COVID. Now, well, the state of that, Florida is going to pass a bill that's yeah. going to yeah, give Brandis's businesses bill. liability. 
they're going to, uh, you know, be able to avoid liability. It's already that, but, but is that really? Is that? I mean, no, is that's that not really the it? I mean, that's not well, the again, there's a company. Really a there's a company that actually organizes called Event Fest, and as a lot of people don't know, they think it's the cruise, and it, but in reality, it's all as far as logistics and yeah, all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. There's a company called Event Fest that puts on the 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 pig jig, and then uh, also the the parade and the children's parade. Uh, for Gasparilla, okay. and and so yeah, I mean, I think they had to look at this and say, okay, do we want to make money and run the risk of getting our pantsuit off of us, yeah. you know, or do we want to just call it a loss and 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 uh, hope for? I, I, I don't think the live because the 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 state has been very very upfront about the fact that they're going to pass this bill, yeah, oh, yeah. and that there, there's yeah. not going you to be to. the mayor didn't give to. them permission. The mayor would not give them permission, right. and if the mayor doesn't give you permission, you can't have the event. You have to because if you don't, you shut down all. You just shut everything down. Yeah, I mean, if a business is and there's just no it. way to control it. I mean, again, the, well, we, we saw we saw we saw the mayor we, and the city try to control this boat parade situation as much oh, as possible, which is apart. scheduling it at the last minute, yeah, right? Kind yeah. of like right, just right, right, blindsiding right. everybody yeah, with it, yeah, and yeah. then making it in the middle of the day when yeah. the majority of people were going to be working. Yeah, and yeah. so that limited how many people were actually able to yeah. to join in. I mean, and uh, and I think it worked for them in that respect. Um, you know, because I think had you had this at four or five o'clock in the evening, and, and let's say on a Friday, which is I think what happened with the when, when the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup. Tampa, it, the parade was on Wednesday as well. The issue was that they oh, that's went right. it was in the from evening. five o'clock to one o'clock right, start right, time, right. and that's what pissed everyone off because they couldn't get out of work, they couldn't get the kids to go watch what's happening on the on the parade fest. I think, and again, uh, Hector mentions it again: is there going to be a retroactive clause? I don't think that's the point. I think the point is, and I, I what we, and we I think it has to cover. Yeah, but no, that's, it's covering but that's, COVID. But that's yeah. the thing, though. So I think it probably will. But at the end of the day, no, I've read as, the bill that passed the house. But as it, long it as you're following CDC guidance, which means that you are telling people to wear a mask, you're providing stations to clean their hands, you're providing the people that are working at the facility uh, adequate equipment to be able to protect themselves. You don't have the you, that shields a lot of people. Even a lot if of you're not, even if you're not, you can't prove. It's that very difficult. A person that dies of COVID or gets COVID can't prove that they got COVID at your business yeah. right. because right. all they would have to ask you is, "Did you go anywhere else mm -hmm. in the previous yeah. like thirty days?" But we already <laughs> saw this. I mean, we saw a lot of the Ferguson's, and, and again, I'm sure they're probably one of the main lobbying groups behind this. But we saw Publix employees going after Publix because yeah. they contracted COVID. And I think in some instances, they've, they've lost the number of employees due to COVID because they were working, the government? They were working at Publix, you know. Oh, right, um, right. You know, well, as they, a, and early on, I think, they, didn't they have a no mask policy or something in the beginning? I don't remember. But I mean, it, wasn't well, well, I remember, it wasn't required. Well, I, I, I saw some people on a community group bashing Publix saying that in the beginning, Publix was telling employees they couldn't wear a mask. But and so was, was no, I think okay, but the I beginning. was getting ready to say, but yeah. so was Fauci. So yeah. I mean, what are you gonna what are you gonna say? I mean, well, no, and then there was the issue that uh, because again, because BLM, you know, and all the the the, the protesting, the protests over last summer, at the same yeah. time, that public came out and said, no, you have to wear our masks. You can't wear your own mask. Oh, okay. Because they also had some employees that wanted to wear their own mask. They wanted to with political messaging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, right. 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 With political messaging. Yeah. 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 And so. Look, but for, look, in, in yeah. all of this, I mean, you know, really to summarize, kind of with all this COVID stuff, the biggest mistake I think that that um, I mean, I don't want to say necessarily the Trump administration, but I would because it's the same people kind of running the show now. But Fauci 
and the Department of, of, of Health and Human Services and the people kind of and the CDC. The problem is, is that they came out with definitive statements that didn't give them any wiggle room right. to then modify and evolve as they yeah. went on. Again, we still don't know a lot about this virus, you know, and, and yeah. so, and, and as much as, you know, uh, shout out to Noah Pransky, who now, you know, lives uh, in New York City, yeah. you know, and, yeah, and commenting on your stuff. Yeah, you know, he came out and even though, like, again, our the COVID fatality rate in Florida is 1.6%, he came and added, yes, but there are a lot of people who are going to be permanently yeah, yeah, affected yeah. or long-term affected by the side effects of this. And, it, and, and, it, and I only mention that to drive home the point that, again, they still don't know everything that and they that need is, to know and about that's this the virus. Case, and, that, and, and someone else, I saw someone else comment on that post, that's the case fatality rate, right. not the infection fatality rate. Correct. So when you talk about everybody that's been infected and then all the people that you don't even know, because yeah. they have to do the antibodies to determine how right, many people right. were infected but never knew they were. I mean, it ends up being, you know, yeah, I know, I know we're not allowed to say it. You know, right. Flu. I mean, you know, <laughs> you're right. not you're not allowed to compare it to the flu. Yeah. See, this is the thing. Like, we're a group of people that like politics. You know, we enjoy politics, but politics ruins things. Like, mm -hmm. it yeah. has a tendency to ruin things. It's it's ruining science. Doctors, two doctors can't even ha host a program like this right. and discuss COVID in Without a professional manner. Yeah. And these are doctors. They could be epidemiologists. And if they start to utter things like flu and make comparisons that are not denying COVID and its seriousness, but just having professional conversations, some 25-year-old some at YouTube says, oh, sorry, uh, doctor of epidemiology who's You're a canceled. fellow yeah. and this, right. that, and the other. Right. You can't talk about this. You can't and contradict. Them down. Right. Yeah. So politics is infecting sports. It's infecting uh, yeah, but that's, medicine, cancel, that's cancel culture. Science, I, don't, I don't think that's politics. It's just infecting everything. Like, cancel culture has become politics. Yeah. And that's the because, bigger because issue. Because what we like no about fun. politics, what, what we no do fun. is that I think we're a group of, you know, of people who like to find truth. You know, to a certain degree, that's why we like talking about this and we're trying to find... Well, advocate and, and provoke the values that, that we right. believe in. I just want them to lose. <laughs> no, I think what's going to happen now is I that like finding the best the, public policy. The amount, please, the <laughs> amount of pressure that's going to happen in front of the of the mayor's house and of the others, because again, her fighting back against this is really fighting against the governor. Because you saw that you had the governor. Well, the mayor we, we, we missed we missed the governor in the strawberry festival by oh, a few yeah. hours, yeah. and he wasn't wearing a mask. And this was in the middle of the Florida State Fairgrounds. Well, he's just done placating. He's done. Yeah, he does. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, You know, and it's and it's actually worked for him because yeah. you know it's it's shown that you know again he's willing to to stand up for you know the, for the the citizens and the business owners and the residents of the state. You know, well, Trump and, got him helped him get elected, and he's going the Trump route. He's he's gonna from now on when the media hits him with something, he's gonna call him out on it and say yeah. it's stupid, and, and he's he, gonna make headlines. And he's doing a great job. Those press conferences are great. Well, and he has the advantage. Advantage, not and, and not the advantage, but he has the skill set that Trump didn't, which is he has the political tact. Yeah, you yeah. know, to know how to, you know, punch back punch without back. punching a baby. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. What did you say? Punch back without <laughs> punching a baby. <laughs> I've not heard that in a while. <laughs> so Trump, Trump punched everyone. <laughs> well, that's the problem. But here's here's yeah. the thing, though. The Democrats, and unfortunately a lot of people in the scientific community, started jumping on DeSantis, calling him Death Santis and whatnot. Right. But here's the deal. DeSantis you know, is actually trying to follow science, and he was very, right. very early on. Like very early on, he was having meetings 
and finding out, okay, what do we actually know? Right. And trying to make decisions based on science, but because he wasn't just knee-jerk reaction doing all the things that the the liberals were doing and, and the left you know the Democrat states were doing, they started making fun of the guy, calling him Death Santos. Well now, you know, go jump ahead about six months, eight months. Mm -hmm. Uh Florida's uh, I think we're now ahead of 27 other states or something like that, or 26 other states yep. in that, um, when it comes to deaths per capita. Per 100,000. Uh, when we have more seniors on average than most any, states. Than every state except Maine. Are, Maine, which is, yeah, yeah. We are. Our hospitals <laughs> are not overwhelmed despite the, you know, every now and then there'd be a story out there, a hospital that's at 85% is not overwhelmed. They want to be at 85%. Everything you're saying right. is pissing um, off the liberal media even more. Well, it never came to fruition. Means, the doomsday never happened. But and now, De and now but, DeSantis but, looks good but because you of listen, But you listen to the media reports, like, well, the spike is coming. Well, there's more strains. There's yeah, more this and yeah, that. Even yeah. if we have everyone vaccine, uh, get the shot. Oh yeah, here's we, the, everyone yeah, needs to have the, the face latest. mask. Yet. That's the latest. Don't think that because you've oh. been vaccinated that, you, that gonna you're going to be able to not wear a mask, not social. That you have to do all these other things. Still. Yeah, and we've only yeah. been hearing the whispers of having a vaccine paperwork. One, the moment oh, that becomes, going, remember when it's, going it's to the a beach, whisper. Remember when going outside was considered selfish? Yes. And it was the whole oh, stay yeah. inside saves lives. Right. Meanwhile, everybody's grandma's like, baby, you need to go outside and play, get some fresh air. I mean, going to the beach was the right answer. Well, and again, scientifically, it's known that indoor air is far worse. Far worse. You have an infectious <laughs> situation. Yeah. What's better, to be outside in an infectious situation? And honestly, I think that's what did in, I think that's what did in New York. That's New York. what did that's in New York. They were again. stuck in their apartments, sharing ventilation, everybody staying hunkered inside right. in, in their two hundred square feet uh, you know, studio apartment. Sharing hallways and yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so the whole building's getting We have been yeah. open for almost six months now. And the fact that our numbers are still lower than New York and California is absolutely ridiculous. Sun's that tells you that this is all the political. Is good for and right. the, 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 the fact that more and more <laughs> states are starting to remove their restrictions is just chipping at that wall that the that the liberals want to placate, that they want the power. How on earth is Hillsborough County going to keep the legitimacy of an emergency? I think we're still under emergency. Oh, well, it's been emergency forever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's not, no, how are you in an emergency? Eventually, this, eventually the county's going to be like, look, we're having events outside of the city of Tampa. This can no longer hold water anymore. And that, that time is coming very where, soon. Where, DeSantis, where Governor DeSantis deserves credit is that in politics, it's very risky to be early. You know, yes. you, if you're a leader and you see things a certain way and you believe you know where the organization or where the state, for that matter, needs to go and you lead in that direction, that's actually very politically risky. Yeah. Okay? Because you could get ahead of yourself. Or or the truth may not follow soon enough and, and no one sees well, that you're right. if the pandemic had exploded based right. on those decisions, I yeah, mean, we could be right. talking about yeah. a DeSantis recall. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, you'd well, have Nikki Fried or you'd have, you know, what's his name coming well, back out Well, she still tries to throw him yeah. under the bus every so, time she but it, but so instead, dumb. But instead, <laughs> DeSantis took, he had the guts and he said, and he got well, the data isn't, isn't that, and he made decisions. At, at the end of the day, is, isn't that at the root of, of what being in politics is about? Right at the root of all of this well, is be. that is that I mean, yeah, you know, sure, be a leader should be. Well, but. and and I don't think there's anything. I, I I posted this the other day. Is I don't I don't think there's any such thing as a leader. There's only people who lead, you know, right. and, and that's the kind of people that we want to elect into positions of power 
who can well, make the decisions. E the easy route for every politician was to say, shut up, sit down, lock down, stay home, don't do anything. Right? I mean, like, that was the easy and answer. And that was good for 30 days. That was the easy right. answer. And, and America was actually on board, right? America was like, all right, you're watching Trump and Fauci and Dr. Bricks and everybody. I was surprised. You're like, all right, so what are we doing? I was surprised days? we yeah, lasted as long as we did. Well, the worst part is, is that Florida Democrats, you know, and I'm calling out Carlos Smith, you know, specifically, Ooh. you know, wants to then go back and disingenuously, you know, criticize Governor DeSantis for the businesses and jobs that were lost yeah. early on in the pandemic yeah. when they were like, completely in favor of locking down the entire yeah, country. Yeah, exactly. It's like your party was the one that wanted to shut down the entire yeah. economy. No, it's, it's They want stupid. it both ways. They want right. it both ways. And Democrats, because, and Democrats because think a lot they of the time, a lot of the time, it's not about being a person who leads. It's about being right. Right. And, and, and you know, what's great, I think, about the Republican Party and about the conservative movement is that we're not that concerned with, which is why I think we have, you know, sometimes we, we have the, the policy arguments we had earlier in this show, is that we're not so concerned about being right, we're more concerned about, well, what is, what is the right choice? What is the yeah. moral choice? What is the, the, the way to lead? Yeah. You know, and, and, yeah. well, and that's what we is concern is that, that You know, and a lot of people, you know, they always like, you know, they always kind of scratch their heads when I tell them I don't watch, uh, you know, news television. Right. I don't watch any of the news channels. I don't watch, you know. Um, You're just on Twitter. You know, well, you know, I read, <laughs> I read a lot. And then again, you know, it, it, it's, you take it, you take your outlets for what they are. I mean, you, you yeah. approach them understanding where they're coming from. And one of the outlets I do listen to a lot is NPR. And when and what I get from that is is that you're hearing the perspective from other states, right? And what's crazy to me is, uh, and we're still going to have some of this here in Florida, but is, you know, and I don't want to go down another tangent, but is how far behind kids are going to be at across the country because their schools have not reopened or they waited way too long. Three to million open. kids nationwide are not be, in school? Yeah, the impact is going to be unbelievable. I mean, I'm fortunate where my daughter's school decided to reopen yeah. on time in August, I think maybe a couple weeks late, you know, but they decided to reopen Does and have been reopened. Do, there are politicians that I don't think care and I think actually are perfectly fine with that if it helps them win elections. Well, yeah, which, is, which is my whole point. The teachers union, we are seeing how powerful the teachers unions are oh, yeah. in New York, in San Francisco, yep. in Illinois, where they're able to dict yeah, they're able to dictate what the policies are and not even show up to work and not and know they're not gonna get fired. That is immense right. power. Look, if, 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 they can, if they can get paid, these federal right. they want to get the paid lockdown, the lockdown without necessarily teaching. The lockdown was good politics because if your people that are out of a job typically don't reelect the person that's in office. Right? When people are struggling, they typically vote for a change. And so lockdowns were good politics, and yeah. that's why it happened. And now that's why you see a lot of, in a lot of ways, you see Democrats opening up. I mean, it was it, they couldn't they couldn't even wait a week. I think Biden was president for like five days when Cuomo came out and said, you know, we can't do this forever. We have yeah. to open up. I was like, Whoa, <laughs> what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, but Cuomo like, did that because he was getting heat from the press about the the scandal, and the news had opened up California because he's about to get recalled. Well, so again, they're yeah, all yeah, politically yeah. motivated. Well, yeah, no. All of a sudden, it's okay to reopen Disney yeah, in California. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, Disney's been open for six months six at months, least. Six yeah. months here. You yeah. know, here in Florida. And, and 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 Disney, 
publicly said that they are moving a large part of their management and operations to Florida. As they should. You know, because they, they couldn't operate under the circumstances yeah. that they had to deal with in California. Again, the, the ripple effects of all of this is going to be immense for the next few years. And I feel really bad for people that are in the school systems up north and on the West Coast. They can, they they can vote with their problems. feet. And they, they are, can vote they with their feet, voting and they with should. Their, hence why I, I agree that probably was, there is going to be a housing situation. <laughs> But I think it's going to be decoupled from the rest of the country. Yeah, Florida won't feel it the way well, the, the rest of the country. Well, and then the problem again for for Floridians oh. is that you have people from the Northeast and you have people from these states where they're they're totally comfortable paying north of three hundred thousand dollars for a house. Yes, right. You know, yeah, because that's still a bargain from where they came from, and that's where again, like the, the, the yeah, but they they also bring the rest of their capital. Right, so so even if they're getting a deal on a house, they're bringing the rest of their capital, right. which means they it's can start. No, I know, but they're inflating. But it does they're, harm they're locals. Inflating, they're inflating the real estate market. They're inflating the real estate market. They might help the small Floridians business market, or they be, might help the, the. They might invest in other businesses. Locally. It is better they, that they come spend and their spend money, money here than it no, is. No, I understand, and they're bringing their high wage salaries as well. I get that, but the problem is, is that if you're a Floridian and you're not making those northeastern salaries. Okay, you're still not going to be able to afford that right. house because they've inflated the housing market so much. Yes, but it only on, on that one, you know, it, it, you're only looking at the analysis from, from that single factor, right? The, the rest of the factor is that they're going to help the Florida economy. And they, uh, will, a rising in other, they will in other ways. In other ways, yeah, right? And I, that rising tide will lift all boats. I don't see it impacting the average Florida wage. I mean, I don't see it impact. No, I think it does. Uh, the Florida wages. No, because we're seeing some corporate headquarters moving into the state, but it's not. Uh, the jobs are moving here, right. but not the corporate entities. A lot of them are you in Texas, I mean? Arizona. Yeah. A lot of them moving into the states. But as so long as the leaving. jobs are, you know, if the jobs move and the, the, you have enough, for the same reason that they will raise the price of housing, they will raise the wages, the wages because they'll demand those wages. We'll Hopefully see. not through legislation. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks again uh, to uh, these guys right here. Thank you again, Joe Wicker, Chris Licata, Anibal, David Cabrera, uh, for joining us on the show today. Great, healthy conversation. We appreciate you for watching. Again, if you have an idea on what we should be talking about for the next show, be sure to leave us a message in the comments or reach out to us through any of our social media platforms. Don't forget to like, comment, and share this episode and subscribe to the audio version of our podcast on Google, Apple, Amazon, Spotify, and Audible. Um, uh, the other thing we want to tell you, too, is um, now I've just lost my train of thought. But we'll be back next uh, next Monday with uh, uh, plenty more to talk about. No, I don't think so. I, don't know, I can't remember what it is now. Um, but uh, we appreciate you so much for watching. We'll catch you back here uh, next Monday night, 7 o'clock. It's the yard sign coming to you from... The Bullhorn Bunker uh, at uh, Bullhorn Communications. Thanks again to Travis Horn and American Media Group for having us so long, everybody. Good night.